Welcome back, everyone, to the Beef Up Front podcast. This is your host, Ryan Coyle. Back for Coyle's takeaways from the Sunday slate of games in the NFL. Uh, we're only going to have 11 games for you today from the Week 16 slate. Uh, so there was the one game played on Christmas on Friday, three on Saturday, and then the one game on Monday night as well. Uh, but we still have 11 games to go through. A lot of big games that are going to go a long way in determining what happens in Week 17 for the playoffs? Uh, AFC Wild Card and NFC Wild Card, uh, a lot of spots up for grabs, and these games that we'll run through and our takeaways had a lot to do with what Week 17 will bring us. Uh, first game, we will start in Kansas City, where the Chiefs narrowly beat the Falcons 17 uh, 14. Chiefs in this one clinched the number one seed in the AFC, will most likely be started or excuse me, sitting their star players like Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill all this week uh, as they get rested up for the playoffs. Chiefs win yet again another close game, are now I believe 23-1 and in their last 24 games. Uh, weird game though, you'd think Chiefs-Falcons be a high-scoring uh, game up in the 30s or something. Uh, this is a low-scoring game. Chiefs have shown different ways to win this year, uh, winning a lot of low-scoring games, uh, but also, you know, putting up their 30 points as they're capable of in any single game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes kind of struggles in this one against a pretty bad Falcons defense, only completing 54% of his passes. Uh, Still throws for 278 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, They were able to run the ball solid against the Falcons this week, but they, uh, they need to run the ball better as they make it towards the playoffs. Uh, Le'Veon Bell or Daryl Williams, whoever they're going to go to with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire out, needs to be able to run the ball better. Travis Kelsey continues to have the greatest season from a tight end in NFL history, though. Seven catches for 98 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and the Falcons, just another heartbreaking loss for them. Youngway Koo has a field goal at the end of the game to tie it. Uh, probably been the best kicker in the NFC all year, and he misses it from 39 yards out. Just another heartbreaking loss for them. Uh, as I say every week, it's going to be interesting to see what they do this offseason at the quarterback position and with the entire squad. But whoever's playing quarterback next year has a top 10 receiver, a guy who got snubbed from the Pro Bowl, I believe, this year in Calvin Ridley. He has another great game, five catches for 130 yards. That dude's a flat-out stud. Uh, next game we'll go to the Jets pull off their second win in a row as they beat the Browns 23-16. to Probably the two worst NFL franchises, I think you could say, over the past decade. And uh, the Browns playing for a chance at the playoffs, and they choke up one to the Jets. As the Browns are missing a bunch of receivers in this one due to COVID, including Jarvis Landry, who's played really well since Odell got a, was injured and came out of the lineup. Uh, Austin Hooper has a nice day, though, in this one. Seven catches for 71 yards. But the Browns running game was never really able to get going. Baker Mayfield threw the ball 53 times. That hasn't been their winning formula all year, uh, and they kind of got away from what they've done best in running the football. Nick Chubb only 28 yards, and Kareem Hunt only 11 yards in this one on the ground. Each scored a rushing touchdown, but they need to be able to run the ball really well. They got a big game coming up this week against the Steelers, a win and in for them. They're going to have to run the ball, I think, 40 times uh, to win this game. 
The Jets, on the other hand, uh, another win for them. Sam Darnold doesn't have a great game, per se, only completing 50% of his passes, but he doesn't throw any interceptions, and he throws two touchdowns and has 175 yards. Uh, two wins at the end of the year. The Jets are now locked into the two-seed. Uh, big offseason ahead for them. Next game, the Colts lose to the Steelers 28-24. Uh, they had a 21-7 lead at halftime, and the Steelers just came out in the second half and played uh, some of their best ball from, from the past month. Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster each have a really good day. Still not able to get the running game going, but Big Ben, uh, 342 yards and three touchdowns, has a great second half, the best he's looked in in a few months now. Uh, and the defensive line and the pass rush is able to get after Phillip Rivers, especially in the second half in this one. T.J. Watt has two sacks, continues to look like potential defensive player of the year. Uh, this was a Steelers team we saw for the first about 10, 11 weeks of the season, and they've really folded over the past month. But this was a big game for them. Look for them to use this as a springboard as they approach the playoffs. Colts, on the other hand, uh, I believe if they won this game, they were in the playoffs. Now they're going to be facing the Jaguars this week, and they need to win that game and get some help as they're currently out of the playoffs. Uh, this upcoming week, the Colts clinch the division with a win and a Titans loss, or they can just clinch a wild card spot. Uh, with a win, and they need either the Ravens, Titans, Browns, or Dolphins to lose. So uh, they kind of need the most help in this one, I think. It, them or the Browns, if they don't win, they're really in deep trouble going uh, to the playoff with their chances of going to the playoffs. Uh, don't really know what happened to the Colts in this one. The game just got away from them. Looked really good in the first half. Then Phillip Rivers throws an interception. Uh, when he throws an interception, they usually lose. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has a nice game, but a really bad loss by the Colts here. And some teams thought that they could have been the second or third best team in the AFC. Now they're on the outside looking in when it comes to the playoffs. Uh, next game, the Bears put up 30-plus points for the fourth straight game, uh, their third straight win here. They win 41-217 over the Jaguars. Jaguars are now locked in at the number one uh, pick this year. Mitch Trubisky has a, another pretty solid game, completes 69% of his passes, uh, 265 yards and two touchdowns in this one. David Montgomery continues to have his great year, 23 carries for 95 yards and a touchdown. Bears offense is playing really good, and I think they've only lost one game or two games this year with Mitch Trubisky playing quarterback. So, I mean, David Montgomery goes over 1,000 rushing yards in the season, uh, has having a great year, and Allen Robinson having a great year as well. Mitch Trubisky maybe. Uh, making the Bears believe that you can keep around, him around for another year and give him another chance with this late-season playoff push. Uh, the Bears win this week. I believe they are in, but they are playing the Packers, who are going to be playing their starters as well as they're going for the number one seed. Uh, Bears either clinch the playoff berth, the uh, wild-card spot with a win, or a Cardinals loss. So win and end for the Bears this upcoming week. Big game for them. Uh, Jags. Get that number one pick. They're going to be having Trevor Lawrence, and he's going to have some nice weapons to work with, with James Robinson, DJ Chark, LaVisca Chenault, Keelan Cole. Uh, they have another first-round pick from the Jalen Ramsey trade. Jags are in good shape going forward with a lot of cap space to work with as well. Uh, next game, Ravens continue their dominant December uh, with a 27-13 to win over the Giants. Lamar Jackson playing 
just like he did last year in his MVP season. Uh, 120, 183 passing yards and two touchdowns, uh, 80 rushing yards. Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins have great games on the ground as well. And Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown have really picked up their play over the past month. That's been big in the Giants or the Ravens' resurgence. Uh, defense is playing better as well. They rack up five, six sacks in this one against the Giants. Uh, and the Giants are a team who's really just folded down the stretch, uh, haven't been able to get anything going on offense. That defense that was carrying them isn't playing as well as they were earlier in the year. Uh, Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram have pretty solid games in this one. But the running game, which was so successful during their winning streak, has really uh, came to a halt. And, and the Giants now need to beat the Cowboys this upcoming Sunday and need uh, the Eagles to beat Washington if they want to win the win the division and go to the playoffs as the fourth seed in the NFC. Uh, next game, Bengals 37-31 over the Texans. A really impressive game here by Brandon Allen, the quarterback for the Bengals. He throws a... 37 passes, and he completes 78% of them uh, for 371 yards and two touchdowns. Samaj P. Ryan has a nice day on the ground. He was a really good back at Oklahoma. Hasn't got that much run in the NFL, but uh, he making a case. he's making a case to be uh, part of the Bengals' backfield rotation next year. Uh, 95 yards on the ground for two touchdowns, average seven yards a carry. Uh, and T. Higgins, really, I feel like there hasn't been enough talk about how good he's been this year. Uh, now, for the year now, he's up to 67 catches for 908 yards and six touchdowns. Uh, in this game, he had six grabs for 99 yards and a touchdown. Playing really, really well as a rookie receiver. Uh, Texans, on the other hand, just another loss in a disappointing season. Uh, Deshaun Watson continues to ball out, though. 324 yards uh, and three touchdowns on this one. Uh, big offseason ahead for Houston. Uh, Going to be bringing in a new coach, a new GM. Going to be interesting to see what they put around Deshaun Watson, uh, see if they can preserve his prime and get back to the playoffs like they were the past few seasons. Uh, next game, Chargers win their third straight in a row, I believe, that are close games. Yeah, Chargers uh, beat the Broncos 29-16 week before, beat the Raiders 30-27, to and the week before that, the Falcons 20-17. to So a team that's been accustomed to losing all these uh, close games down the stretch, able to go out there and get three close ones in a row. Anthony Lynch's job might be saved because of this. Uh, Justin Herbert breaks the rookie record for passing touchdowns in a season in this game with his 28th of the year. Uh, continues to look like a great franchise quarterback. No Keenan Allen in this one. Uh, the passing game suffered a bit from it. But impressive win by the Chargers to keep in a close game to pull this one out. Uh, Drew Locke, a guy I was super high on coming into the year. Looks more and more like I've been wrong on this guy. Only 51% completion percentage, uh, 264 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. Going to be a, a long offseason, I think, for the for the Broncos, determining what they want to do at quarterback. Locker showed promise. He's had some really good games, but has had some really down games as well, uh, with a lot of quarterbacks potentially getting picked in the first round this year. The Broncos looking like they'll probably have a top 12 pick. Uh, they might be in the market for a quarterback. Uh, next game, Panthers beat Washington 20-13. to Washington uh, was in a win-and-in situation, unable to win one at home. Uh, Dwayne Haskins benched in this one for Taylor Heineke, who comes in and plays decent. Uh, but Haskins is cut. 
on Monday morning. Uh, his era in Washington is over. Just very disappointing. Uh, off the field issues, on the field issues. Uh, never really lived up to that first round pedigree, and he's out. Not even sure if he'll get another chance in the NFL. Uh, they have a big – Washington has a big matchup coming up against Philadelphia. In Philadelphia this week, Philadelphia is playing for nothing after – we'll talk about that shortly, losing to the Cowboys. But Washington, uh, hopefully getting Alex Smith back for their sake, has a chance to still win the NFC East. Uh, all they have to do this week is win. They don't need help from anyone else. Uh, Panthers get the fifth win under – uh, head coach Matt Rule in his first season. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater ha- has a decent day. Uh, I think they might look to with a top 10 pick, bringing a quarterback as well, sit him a year behind Bridgewater, who's under contract, uh, and then go from there. Uh, next year, they're going to have one of the best groups of weapons in the NFL with Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and a healthy Christian McCaffrey, as well as sprinkling Mike Davis, who has filled in nicely behind uh in the absence of McCaffrey this year, impressive weapons to build with uh, a young and upcoming defense, a young uh, and upcoming head coach, uh, futures bright in Carolina. Next game, the Rams fall in Seattle to the Seahawks 20 to nine. Jared Goff, the big story in this one breaks his thumb. He's not going to be able to play this week. And as the Rams are playing for a chance to go to the playoffs, John Wolford will be starting and never started a game in the NFL. And now he is playing in the biggest game of his life. Probably uh, Rams are a team for who a few weeks I thought could be the NFC favorite in the Super Bowl. Now they're on the verge of missing the playoffs uh, Rams clinching scenario this week. They need a win or a bears loss uh, against the, the Rams need to beat the Cardinals or they need the bears to lose to the Packers uh, to get in. They said Reports have said that Jared Goff might be able to play in the playoffs uh, with that broken thumb after having surgery. Uh, if they make it there, we'll see. Uh, just their offense never able to get going in this one. Seattle's defense was pitiful uh, for most of the season. They've really turned it around recently. Hold this uh, high-flying Rams offense to only nine points. Uh, Rams offense hasn't been that great this year, but you know they're capable of putting up uh, big points uh, any week with those weapons on the outside and the running backs. Uh, Russell Wilson doesn't throw any interceptions this game. Uh, they're able to go out and run the ball decently, uh, make some big plays, including that down-the-field pass to uh, David Moore for 45 yards. D.K. Metcalf has a solid game, uh, pro, has a Pro Bowl year. Just the the way this Seattle defense has turned around the second half of the year, they're uh, – Going to be a tough out come playoff time. Uh, the Sunday night game, or excuse me, the last Sunday afternoon game, the Cowboys beat the Eagles 37-17. Uh, Eagles get out to a 14-3 lead, a great opening drive, uh, capped off by a Miles Sanders rushing touchdown, and then a great pass by Jalen Hurts on the field to Deshaun Jackson for a touchdown. But after that, uh, the Cowboys offense really got clicking, and the Eagles just couldn't finish off drives, penalties, turnovers. Uh, a long offseason ahead in Philadelphia. We could see a coach change, a GM change, quarterback change. Who knows? A lot's going to be happening, I believe, in uh, in Philadelphia this offseason. Uh, don't really know what this team is going to be looking like. They could be one of the bigger overhauls in the league. Uh, Cowboys are playing really well recently. 
Andy Dalton, 377 yards and three touchdowns in this one. Amari uh, Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb all have great games. Seeky Elliott even goes over 100 yards rushing. Uh, CeeDee Lamb has a rushing touchdown as well. I'm not saying that they'll win a playoff game, but the way their offense is playing, they can put up 30 points and they catch another team's offense on a bad week. Uh, could be an upset there, even though they'll be the home team, but uh, superiorly uh, bad record. The Cowboys beat the Giants, and if Washington loses to the Eagles, the Cowboys will be in the playoffs. And then our Sunday night game, I thought this was going to be an instant classic, one of the better games of the year. The Packers just went out and – Flat out smacked the Titans 40-14. to 14. Uh, I think the big story in this one was A.J. Dillon, the rookie second-round running back, hasn't made much of an impact this year, but he's a big, bruising-type running back. He carries the ball for 21 times for 124 yards and two touchdowns in this one, even has a catch for five yards. Uh, look for him to be mixed in with Aaron Jones more as we move on. But also, Devontae Adams, 11 catches, 142 yards and three touchdowns. Him and Stephon Diggs. Uh, neck and neck, I think, for best wide receiver this season. Aaron Rodgers continues his likely MVP year, 231 yards on 84% completion percentage and four touchdowns. Uh, Packers look great in this one. And the Titans, in a snow game, didn't really show up. Uh, Derrick Henry, 23 carries for 98 yards. Uh, just the passing game, never really able to get going. Uh, A.J. Brown limited. I had the Titans in this one. I'm surprised how bad the Packers beat them. But that'll do it for the Week 16 edition of Coyle's Takeaways from the Sunday slate of games. Uh, next week, Week 17, we will be back with uh, Week 17 takeaways. All 16 games will be on Sunday, so we'll have a full show for you guys next week. Thanks, for everyone, for tuning in, and we will talk to you soon.